Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Well, well, well. Welcome back, everybody. This is our weekly live broadcasting through Facebook on our our page, Prepper Talk Radio, and on our YouTube channel. So make sure you guys are involved there because uh, we do live discussions every week, 6 o'clock Mountain Time, here on Prepper Talk Radio, the podcast of preparedness, radio for the ready-minded, the... the, the baked, the the baked beans, like we're the good stuff, guys. Uh, make sure you hit that like, subscribe, and follow. We got Paris and Shane and myself, Scott, here in the house today. How are you guys doing? Fantastic, fantastic. After shoveling snow for two hours. Oh my morning. gosh, dude! This How much snow did you get, Paris? I think we were just over eight inches, maybe nine. Well, that was the first round. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, after I shoveled the first time, I went back out and it was another inch or two on the ground. And I spent, well, I, I shoveled half my driveway so I could get my son to school. And then I came home and did my workout and got my stuff ready. And then went back out and shoveled the other half of the driveway so my daughter could go to work because uh, her truck was buried in snow. And uh, it was another couple inches on top of it after that. So it was, anyways, it was, I was like, it's, I haven't even, it was like lunchtime by the time I was done. And I'm like, I'm starving. I'm tired. I'm frustrated. Uh, I'm going to need some ibuprofen. <laughs> you know? Crazy. Anyways. Bit of a workout this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, you tell Mike, you got 20 inches. 20 in South inches. Jordan, South Jordan. Dang. Dude, 10 inches we, up here on the arm, up on the hill. So I was told oh, up on the bench where I live in Bountiful that we were supposed to get 20 inches, at least 20 inches. And we got about 14. And uh, yeah. I'm grateful. Uh, I, for those that don't know, I got hurt a couple week about a week ago at work, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> man, it has not been fun. Back spasms and all other kind of fun stuff. And my neighbor saw my wife out shoveling because I can't shovel, and he comes over and he's like, "What? What are you doing?" She's like, "Oh, Scott's injured, so I'm shoveling." And he's like, snowblower, move out of the way!" And he just cleared the whole thing off. So that's awesome. My my daughter and I went over and gave him some cookies. To say thank you and my That's wife so and cool. my daughter made them and it was the coolest thing because it's just like we have it like we don't have to go to the store and get stuff to make cookies we have it so we just make some cookies take them over and we're like hey and he's like you didn't need to do that i didn't do anything we're like yeah like the you didn't do anything the last time you didn't do anything and like things just magically get done and we're grateful and mm-hmm. we want you to know that we love our, love you you're our neighbor and it was awesome to take my daughter to do that because like that's the life we want to live 
right? Mm -hmm. That life of gratitude. We actually talked about this in a little bit in our last episode, but that life of gratitude makes all the things we do more worthwhile. Mm -hmm. And those little moments of teaching, fantastic. Like she's going to remember that for a long time. I remember those experiences when I was a kid with my parents, right? Mm -hmm. And and that's part of why we prep because our priorities are God, family, and then our country and our community, our neighborhood, right? All of that. Um, making sure we're doing the best thing we can and not making excuses. And that's our episode tonight is really the excuses why not to prep and why, honestly, that's garbage. Mm -hmm. And there's so many people, well, I can't afford it. Like, what are you trying to do is the first question I have. Mm -hmm. You can't afford to prep. What are you doing? How many coffees do you have in a day from Starbucks? Or yeah. how many streaming services do you have that you're not watching or that you're spending or, too much time watching? Or what do you think you have to buy in order to be prepared? <laughs> like, yeah, that's a great question right there. Yeah, you know, I just, just for those that may or may not remember my story, I kind of woke up to the whole thing prepping situation in like 2014 mid, mid 2014 and i was uh, looking at the different 72 hour kits because that's where i wanted to f I, I feel like that was a good start for my family just to get a kit a grab and go bag and i think that's a great place to start for anybody honestly mm -hmm. uh so i i went to this different places walmart and different places and, and there was a like a ace hardware had one i think uh no affiliation no you know no affiliate code links or anything but uh <laughs> Yeah, I went down. I saw the different kits that they had. And I thought, you know what? That's, this knife doesn't look very sturdy. This poncho doesn't look like it'll last one, you know, drop of rain. You know, there was different things in the kit that I was just like, ah. So I went on Amazon and I started pricing things out, and it was legitimate. Like there were some things that cost some money to get a good, solid, strong kit. It does cost some money. And thankfully, I'm self-employed, and I can kind of, you know, gauge. I can kind of control how much money I make and. And I, I had some motivation and some incentive. And I actually told God, I was like, look, God, if I'm going to have, because at the time there was, there were seven of us. And I was like, if I'm going to have seven 72 hours, 96 hour kits all at once, like like one, I wanted to get everything in one order, you know, uh, it was a couple thousand dollars, you know? And I was like, father in heaven, God, if I'm going to pray uh, and, and if I'm going to do this, because I, I feel like it's something you're calling me to do to get prepared and get ready. Will you bless me? with some resources to be able to do it. And I had the faith that it was going to happen. And the very next month or within a couple of months, I made more than enough money to get all those things. And I was tempted to spend it on other things. And I said, nope, nope, nope. I got to remember, I promised I promised God I'd spend it for these things. You made and, a promise. Uh, I made a promise and I kept that promise. And I bought uh, five or six. I think my daughter was like at the time and she was like one. So I don't think she needed a grab and go bag. So I think I bought five or six bags. Uh, and all the accoutrements, all the stuff I felt like I needed and um, made it happen. So sometimes, you know, that excuse if I can't afford it, it okay, it's a legitimate thing. Like it, things cost money and you may not have yeah. financial resources. But, but you don't have to go top of the line first round. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. This is, we're not we're not the NBA or the NFL where like you're paying multiple millions for your first round pick. Right. We're <laughs> we're focused on getting things to where it's more resilient in our life. We're adding a few cans of, of normal food that we eat every time we go shopping. And what sacrifices are you willing to make to get there? You know, and, and yeah. you know, for me, the word sacrifice is, is it's just life. That's, you know, what, what life is, mm -hmm. uh, especially being a father and having kids, right? Um, and so is it really a sacrifice to, hey, let's skip the, the summer vacation 
and let's mm -hmm. spend that on on food storage or whatever you know is that really a sacrifice no for me it's not well it's a paradigm shift mm -hmm. that's really what it is like you're shifting your priorities you're recognizing something else is more important and and i think that's the key like the excuse is i can't do it i can't afford it or i don't have time or you know i, I don't know where to start well start with us we'll help you like join join mm -hmm. our facebook group like there's so many different resources out there that can help you get better prepared like a lot of excuses are really <clears throat> led from a place of fear like that i don't know how to do it i'm not going to do it I, I don't want to start i don't want to look like i'm dumb starting mm -hmm. and it's like dude, we all do we all look dumb starting and that's okay yeah. you, that's, how you, feel that's dumb. how you learn things yeah you make mistakes you feel dumb and you start over again, right? Yeah. You know, we had a, a show. Do you remember the show we did years ago called, uh, I think it was, we talked about better or worse. How, oh, yeah. How mm, uh, yeah. we thought, okay, uh, for example, uh, let's take uh, today, you know, we've got the internet, we've got so much information. Does that make our life better or does it make our life worse? Right. I think that's part of this reasons why we don't prep. We think, and we're kind of programmed and brainwashed to an extent thinking well, life is better now than it used to be, right? Things have changed. Mm -hmm. We didn't look at our ancestors. They walked across the plains in their bare feet or with shoes that are falling off their feet. Our life is so much better now. Is it really better? Is yeah. it, really? you know, and I think that's part of, you know, the, uh, the bias that we have now is well, life is so much better than it used to be. And, it, and it's only going to keep getting better because that's all it's ever done. Right. Yeah. And there's, there's so much more abundance an availability of of things that mm -hmm. we just spend our time in the wrong places i think well i think it's interesting that uh, so much of the world is still in what we would call abject poverty and in, mm -hmm. in realizing that we don't live that way anymore like for example three couple hundred years ago you know, we would have to struggle just to figure out what we were going to eat for the day and let alone being able to store enough food for tomorrow uh, or have a place to store it for tomorrow. And so we have so many new inventions, new modern conveniences that were that were given to us that why do I need to store water? I, I can just go to the tap and turn it on. Yeah. I mean, 850 million people on this planet don't even have running water and we do. And so we, why do I need to store food? I can just go to the store yeah. for my food. Why do I need to have gear? I got the hardware store just up the street. Why do I can call a guy on the phone and he can come to my house in a few yeah. minutes and have everything I need. Why do, why do I need to learn to have those skills? I don't need to do any of those things because I have a system in place right now that will mm -hmm. handle anything for me. I don't need to be a first aid guy. I don't need to learn CPR because the, I just call nine one one and the ambulance comes and does it for me. Mm -hmm. Like the, that's why we're broke because we're spending all our, all our time paying other people to do stuff that historically grandma and grandpa did themselves all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like, I think, I think part of the, sorry to interrupt. I think that uh, part of that, that comes, comes to my mind all the time is that especially parents about the food, the food thing is, you know, these, our ancestors, you know, they relied a lot more on God back then. You know, we need our crops to sur survive, you know, Mm -hmm. Rather than than count on on someone else, like you say, counting on someone else, count on man to to deliver the food to the grocery store. I mean, there's still an aspect of God in that as well. Yeah. But I think even more so back then is it was you know much more at the, the tip of their minds rather than than relying on on like you say a man to to deliver it to the store. You know yeah. that, that's yeah. where my mind goes in that topic. 
What about the idea? I've seen this one a lot. People talk about, well, I don't prep because that's not things don't happen like that. There's the apocalypse isn't going to happen, or I'm not mm. going to lose access to my potable water. Or they they think that the disasters that happen in other places of the world aren't going to happen to them. Yeah. Right. And what just what's happening right now with the train derailments and all the chemicals being spilled and up in the air and everything else. And now like who's, who's got potable water in those areas. Right. Yes. That normalcy bias you're talking about, Scott, is that, you know, this is the way it's always been my life. And why would it be any different? Because I've never experienced anything different. And it's interesting that you say that because I've had a lot of people reach out to us uh, or a couple people reach out and talk to me about gas masks. Like, when do we ever think about buying a gas mask? Why do I need a gas mask? The air is clear. The, yep. well, everything's clean. I don't need a gas mask. Well, now everybody's like, when when the emergency happens, it's almost too late. Mm -hmm. But wisdom is, wisdom is learning from your own mistakes, but it's also learning. And even, I think it's even more wisdom when you learn from the mistakes of other people so that you don't have to, the guy who has to constantly make mistakes so that he learns... That guy's, he's, yeah, there's some wisdom in the fact that he's actually learning a lesson, but man, if he could have learned what the guy next to him just did and not have to do it himself, he'd have been much better, much wiser. That's even right. more wise. Weed himself so, out of the gene pool. Like how many people, It this was last year and we probably already forgotten about it, but how many of you remember the flooding in Kansas or whenever, wherever it was? And everybody's like, it's never, we're not, it's not even a flood zone. Well, that's where nobody was prepared. Nobody mm -hmm. thought that they would need to have anything to, in that regard because it's never happened before. Well, introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, again, you can't you can't have everything. And we were talking about uh, in our last episode, we talked about minimalism being prepared for the things that bring value. So it's like if, if you have eighty percent of preparedness or twenty, you know, you're gonna you're gonna cover most of everything that's out there, and you're not yeah. gonna be too too far off. So it's have what have what brings you value, and then hope that you have the skill sets to apply it to those different scenarios differently. But have what needs you have what you need to have. Yeah, I think that comes down to responsibility as well. You know, the uh, 
again, we've been programmed and brainwashed that it's not our responsibility, you know, leave that to the government, leave that to your parents, leave that to someone else to mm -hmm. be responsible for you. Um, and the, you know, the, 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 you know, there's like so many social programs out there. Not, I'm not saying that those aren't helpful, but that's really not the role of government. Right. And it's, they've taken it upon themselves to be responsible for us. So that takes that, that away from us, that opportunity to help ourselves away from us. So yeah. I think, I think, uh, you know, it's about, about knowledge, you know, it's about, I think that's one of the things on my list as well as just not having the experience or the knowledge uh, of, of, of why, you know, the why is the, is, is the center of the target, the center of the bullseye is the why. Yeah, that's a good point. It goes back. I mean, that's just part of all of life. Like where, where is your why? Like, what is your why? What matters to you in this life? And it's like, one of the excuses I heard recently is like, I'd rather just die if something bad happens. Mm -hmm. And like, you that. value your experience in this world so little that a hard time is too much for you. Hmm. That yeah. actually makes me, that actually, every time I hear someone say that, I, I get a little, I, I'm sad. Yeah. yeah. Because there is so much more about life that can be enjoyed. There's mm -hmm. so much more about life that you can appreciate. But if you're not, if it, then yeah, you it would be easy to just say, yeah, I'm done. Well, not to mention, not to not only that, but if let's say that your outlook, your perspective on something um, might help someone else through a situation. And if you just want to lay down and die, you're you're literally doing a disservice to the whole world. Or, or you're at least you're the world of your influence, because there's somebody out there that would need your influence, need your perspective, need what you have to say, and they may not get that because you just wanted to lay down and die. So there's so much more meaning, uh, and if, especially if you live believe in an afterlife, mm -hmm. let's let's do everything we can while we're here to be to give and to make the most out of it. And if we're called upon to die, you know go out with a bang i suppose don't go out just laying down taking it you know that's, die, live that's, for nothing or die for something yeah that's from i got that from rambo nice. oh there you go live for something or die for nothing that's 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 so true D die like, die for something or live for nothing or die for something yeah for speaking something. Of, speaking of cool quotes garrett clough adds this one here when yeah, the time I, for I like action it. has come the time for preparation is gone and then another one says that's luck is when preparation philosophy. yeah and then the other one is luck is when preparation meets opportunity. I think a, a famous golfer said something like that as well. So, well, it's interesting because like the prepared mind, like if you if you've got an idea of what to do when you have a disaster come, like, and you've got any kind of training, that training gets like hyper magnified when you're in that moment, mm -hmm. or lack of training gets hyper magnified when you're in that moment, right? There's the people who react hysterically in, a, in disasters or in crisis, and there's the people who act calmly. And one of the ones that just blows my mind is the guy. There's a video that's making its rounds on the news networks right now of this kid who's choking in a restaurant. Have you guys seen this? Mm -hmm. And the guy walks out or kind of jogs out to his car, like runs out to his car. Everyone else is like turning to like, oh, what do we do? This guy runs out to his car, grabs something out of his car and runs back in puts it on the kid's face and plunges and boom pops it pops the what's lodged in his throat out and the kid's alive that's awesome and it's a product that we have upstairs um but it's basically designed to evacuate the food from your throat 
from wherever it's blocking so that you can breathe again. Um, we have one in the car and we have one in the house for the same, very same reasons. And it's like, he had gotten to the idea of like, I need to be prepared for this. I'm going to put one of these in my car just in case. And instantly he knew what to go do. And so it's like, it doesn't take that much training to know to go get that. Mm-hmm. It's the planning part. Yep. Put a plan together. If this happens, this is what I'm going to do to react. This is what I'm going to do to respond. I think another big excuse that a lot of people have for not getting prepared is the fact that they think that somebody else is going to do it for them. Or they'll just like, I, how many times have you said, well, if, when the crap hits the fan, I'm going to go to your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, come on. All the time. All the time. Or and when, I think- when uh, if, if I had my sister, I'm, bless her heart, and I maybe she will listen to this and get mad at me. I don't know. But she says, Paris, I don't necessarily uh, want to get prepared. My, uh, she said something. Just tell me when you're leaving to go into the wilderness or tell me when you're leaving to do whatever you're going to do, and I'll just come with you. I'm like, okay, but I hope you're going to have a few things on your own to you know provide in, in the meantime or at least until you meet up with me. I, you know, There's just some wisdom in having our own things. And um, it's just... Well, it's, it's kind of like it makes me think of my kids, right? Uh, they... I'm not, I'm going to be trying to be kind here. You know, most of them don't do what needs to be done until they're asked, right? They don't mm-hmm. see something and say, oh, this needs to be done. I've, I see my stuff has been laying on the floor there for a week and dad yeah, hasn't mm-hmm. touched it for a reason. He's trying to get me to notice that, mm-hmm. right? And so their needs are taken care of because yeah. I'm, I'm doing too much for them. I mean, honestly, and that is another one of my, my big questions too is, is, you know, how do you balance that? between uh and of course you know i'd look back to my parents or my grandparents and they say you know what suck it up and do it i ain't doing it for you you're right eat your dinner or you're going to bed right you're, mm-hmm. you're gonna go to bed hungry right those types of yeah. things that kind of attitude but we don't have that attitude you know anymore it, it's it's been kind of and i'm speaking generally it's been been uh, worked out of us it's you know it's not part of you know i'm a i'm a i want to be kind i want to be nice i want to be healthy i want to have that helping attitude but Am I hindering my kids and my family or whatever by by preparing for them, by by not giving them the opportunity to to suffer, you know, a little bit, you know, to have some discomfort. And mm-hmm. so so how do you so the question is, and I'm always constantly struggling with this with my immediate family as well as external other other extended family. That's the word is is to bring them into that the the resistance like you're saying with your sister paris and i think that'd be a a cool discussion to have with you know those who are watching and is is how do you how do you do that and and not be considered the rude the mean mean dad you know the the crazy dad you know those types of things like the crazy in-law the balance yeah well that too yeah i think that one of the big problems with the you know the whole generation of kids that are coming up i think is one is entitlement and Mm -hmm. i think entitlement really um has an underlying issue that is actually gratitude you know Mm -hmm. if you Mm -hmm. if you expect that uh, the lights are on all the time because that's all you've ever known then if the lights go off you're like why are the lights on for me well you do you know what it takes to get the light you know do you know how much (laughs) work it is to you know do you respect the fact that the lights are on when they're on my phone's not working yeah, I don't have Wi-Fi. You know, they have a, a panic attack because they don't have Wi-Fi. Well, that's part of the, re- the the work ethic. The entitlement comes from a lack of gratitude, I think, is that people aren't really yeah. grateful for what it takes to have the life we have right now. And 
and they take then the, and then when they're not gratitude when they have no gratitude not only does entitlement come in but also expectations come in mm-hmm. um and you know you expect everything to be the way it is and all the time and and it's never going to be any different and when it is oh my gosh i'm going to fight you and, and i'm going to tell you that i don't appreciate what you're doing and i'm like wait a minute you know take a deep breath here yeah did you ever say thank you no but when it's when i do something right you don't thank me but when i do something wrong the whole world blows up like wow like mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. not right. Like you need to be grateful when I do the right things. And I'm not saying Paris. I'm not saying like, I'm just in general, when someone does the right things, are we grateful for that? When Are we great? For example, I'm so grateful. Like the snow, the snowplow guy in my street came by today. I was literally smiling as he drove by and I waved at him. I was like, thank you, dude, for snow plowing the street. I snow plowed my daggum driveway and I was exhausted. This guy's out there in a, in a, probably since five o'clock or four o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. following the streets. And mm-hmm. at the time he drove by my house, it wasn't that time of the day, but I bet you he'd been up after six or seven hours. And I wanted to make sure he knew that I was grateful. So I waved to him and I was, I'm genuinely like, I'm like, what a miracle that guy is going to do the road for me. Oh my God. Like I was well, going back to that gratitude comment. I mean, it's like, you look at like your grandparents, my grandparents, like their, their generation, my, my grandparents were one generation off the farm. They grew up with an outhouse. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I've never lived in, a, in, except for vacations, except mm-hmm. for when I'm camping where I've got an outhouse, yeah. right? I go on vacations to use an outhouse. <laughs> That's how good I have it. That's how good <laughs> we have it. And our yeah. kids, like when I, I, as a scoutmaster, when I was a scoutmaster, I'd take the kids. Uh, the boys up to Idaho and we'd go and we'd stay in a cabin and I'm like, why aren't we in tents? Well, this is scout camp. We're in a cabin. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. this is high adventure. We're in a cabin. I'm like, okay. Glamping. And I'm like, this is so mm-hmm. like bougie. This is so nice. Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of fun, but it's like, I take those same kids and tell them they got to sleep in a tent overnight. And they're like, what? No, sleep in a tent. no, no, no. I'm not going on that one. And it's funny yeah. because like our, our generation and the generations after are less grateful for things than our grandparents were who grew up literally with almost nothing. And then they had all everything. I mean, my childhood, I didn't have the internet. So I was outside playing all the time Mm -hmm. and I was building stuff and tearing things down. I was getting hurt all the time. I was learning a ton and experiencing a ton. And that's the same thing in prepping. Like if if you're doing it, you're going to learn a lot and you're going to experience a lot and the good and the bad is going to happen. But it's like, if you're not grateful, it's going to ruin you. Like That's that, that exactly. lack of gratitude is going to ruin you. Yeah. And no amount of prep is going to help you because you're never going to be grateful for anything. Mm-hmm. Until you change. Until you yeah, go through yeah. the hard times. The hard times. We need hard times to create more, tougher, stronger people for the next generation. Yeah, we're in, that, oh, we're in that, cycle, that space in the cycle where it's like good times make soft people. Soft people make hard times. Hard times make hard people and hard people make good times, right? We're in that soft people phase. Like we're, mm-hmm. that's where we all are. We're about to have the hard stuff hit. Yeah. I mean, I try not to be the mean dad, like you, like you, like you're saying there, Mike. And I, I look back at my dad and I think, yeah, he was kind of the mean dad, but it was good for me. So how can I be the mean dad and still not be the, not be the mean dad? It, you know, I don't want to be that mean dad, but I do want my kids to learn. You know, I want them to get rid of their excuses. 
you know, that's this, this is episodes about excuses. Get stop, you know, excuses why we don't prep. And we just got to stop with the excuses. It's, uh, it's very lazy. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we've, we've formed such bad habits. And, but am I facilitating my family with these bad habits? Um, yeah. And that's that's a hard look inside. You know, what what can I do to not uh, to not ruin these kids, but also to teach them? And, I, you know, I think in the long run, you know, I look back at my life and and think, you know what? Um, yeah, that was hard. Dad took his deer hunting through three feet of snow, hiking uphill and it was freezing cold. And I, I don't remember any of the hard times. I just remember the good times, you know, and I think yeah. that's part of it is I've got a good neighbor that he said, you know, he kind of shocked me. He said, you know what? Growing up, I hated my dad because every weekend I didn't get to go out with my friends. I worked with my dad in the yard, on you know, whatever, on the farm or whatever. And he always had something to do with his dad and he hated it. But now, obviously, he looks back with fondness and he is he's that kind of dad now. And so, you know, for me, that's that's what I continue to struggle with. You know, how to get rid of those excuses. Uh, I think I've kind of. I wouldn't say master that myself, but I've, I've got a pretty good handle on that. But how do I help my, my family to, to just deny those excuses and just make, go and get to, get to action, make it action. Garrett just posted this. This is, I, I love this shift their perspective. Don't be mean, be tough, but fair. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's, it works with raising children. It works with anything like there's a really neat book. Be fair. There's a book that I've, uh, I really love in finance. It's called The Millionaire Next Door. And there's a whole chapter in there about what he calls um, outpatient care for their kids. And when you get when you develop a business and you become uh, rich and wealthy, a lot of times you're going to you want to have your kids live those benefits of the new life, not realizing that the reason you got to where you were as a millionaire or you is, was the struggle that you went through was the strife that you had the suffering that you made that you that you survived you know you can't uh, build muscle without lifting some heavy weights 
you can't be strong if you're not out there struggling, suffering. Literally, when when you lift weights, your muscle breaks, you're breaking down your muscle and mm-hmm. so that it will rebuild stronger. And so when when bad and I don't like bad things happening to me. I I have anxiety and I have panic attacks on a regular basis. I'm just gonna t- let you guys all know. I it was kind of funny too. I had a friend that was like this snowstorm warning came in and I, I have a, a, one of my fears and I have the courage to face the fear, but one of my fears is driving in the snow. I'm new to this. I'm new to the, the, the sport. I should say <laughs> I'm new to the sport of driving in the snow and it's a little nerve wracking to know that there's, you know, uh, however many inches and the snow plow hasn't or has or hasn't gone through and I'm going to slip and slide and I'm going to be going sideways down the road and crash into somebody or hurt myself or hurt them or hurt somebody else more than myself. Right. And so my friend was like, no, you'll be fine with the storm. You have all this preparedness stuff. You'll be, you'll be okay. If you have to be, you have to um, stay inside. You have all the food you need. You have all the stuff you need. I'm like, okay, yeah, I have all that down, but I still have these fears and phobias that I, that I'm working on and I'm developing Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to develop the skills. And so this morning, uh, you know, even despite my fears, I took, I drove my son to school, took us twice or three times as long to get there and, and back, but we got it. I did it. You know, uh, I, I did everything that I could do to be still face that. Even if I have a fear, which is an excuse, Mm -hmm. an excuse is a fear. I'm, I'm afraid to do that. And we don't, we're not honest enough usually with ourselves or with others to say, look, I'm actually afraid of that. I personally Mm -hmm. afraid. Mm -hmm. Instead, we make excuses like, oh, well, the weather this or the, the weather that or the this, that or the other, the, the, the brakes this or the tire that, you know, the the reality is, is you're scared and it's okay to be scared for goodness sakes. And so mm-hmm. I, I'm, these are things I'm working on. I'm trying to be as honest and as open as possible with everybody because I, I know everybody else has panic attacks and fears too. And those are all, oh, those yeah. are, those boil down to excuses of why we're not doing things. And that it's not that suffering is and I hate suffering. I don't like suffering at all. But what I realize and what I recognize, and this has come to me as I've read these books that I've shared, like the the Stoicism that I it's something that I'm really studying right now, um, Jordan Peterson's podcasts, is it's it's not that we should reduce the thing that we're scared of, although we can do that. But what we need to do is we need to increase our courage, increase our belief that we can overcome those things. Like suffering and death and pain and all those horrible things, that's life. But are you going to be able to overcome those things by developing the skills, by developing the courage, by talking it out, by working through it and just plow forward, to use a snow example from today, plow forward even when you're scared. Like courage to me is being scared, being afraid, but doing it anyways because you know that you're going to be able to overcome it. And that's... That's what I tell my kids. I said, look, it's okay to be scared. I'm scared. Your dad has things that he's scared of, but I do it anyways, because I know that in doing it, I will learn what I need to learn in order to overcome it and be stronger for the next time. Because there's always mm-hmm. the next time. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's going to be another opportunity for you to be scared out of your mind. Yeah. Uh, and so, But if you can rely on the fact, and my faith is that if I did it before, if God blessed me before and guided me and, and directed me before, He's going to do it again. And that's my like hope. That. Have you guys heard the story um, of David and Goliath? Nope. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Never heard it. Never? No? <laughs> okay. So in the story of David and Goliath, Goliath is a giant. Literally a giant. Yeah. How tall is he? 10 plus feet or something. He's like 10 feet? Yeah, 10 plus. 10, almost 11, but not quite. Almost 11 feet. 
Okay. Now, David, being a shepherd boy, teenager at the time, mm-hmm. he went down to the creek on his way to to face off with with Goliath, and he grabbed how many stones? You guys remember? I remember how many? Like three yeah, or four? Five. Five, oh, five round stones. He selected. He didn't grab. He selected five round smooth stones. Oh, that's legit. Now, he was on his way to do one of the hardest things he'll have, he'll have ever faced in his life to that point. Now, prepping could be your your Goliath that you don't know how to deal with it. But select your five stones. Here's why he selected five stones. And this blew my mind. I, I, I started studying this a couple months ago, and I haven't talked a whole lot about it, but it was, it was fascinating. Goliath had four brothers. What? Yes. And in, huh. in the Old Testament, actually, David went and slew all four of his brothers later. But he grabbed five stones so that he'd have one for every brother if they chose to come at him that day. Wow. Think about that. Mm-hmm. He knew who Goliath was. Everybody knew who Goliath was and his and his four brothers. They were the giants in the land. Mm. And all of his brothers were giants also. I'm sure. So when you think about your giants, what you're facing, right? The excuse is why not to prep? Well, the government will take care of me. Oh, I'll just go to my mom and dad's house. They've got everything I need. You know, oh, Scott, I'll come to your house. No, you won't, right? You're not welcome when that happens. You're welcome to come anytime before and get prepared and let me mm-hmm. help you and teach you. But when something happens, I don't have time to deal with your unpreparedness. I'm helping my family in my neighborhood. But like, face that Goliath. Start selecting your stones and knock out those things one by one that are most important to your preparedness, to your family's safety and security. Because real true safety and security is being able to deal with all the things that are going to come down the pipe and stay together and stay with God yep. and follow your faith. I think like, that becoming self-reliant is critical in in any day or in any age, no matter what's going on economically or going on politically or going on in the environment. It's constantly... You need to be self-reliant, someone who can take care of business when you need to take care of business. And mm-hmm. too many, like, like I teach in my um, financial courses about becoming financially self-reliant about, and then we can add that to any, anything else, being spiritually self-reliant, being emotionally self-reliant. Will we come to, uh, will there be moments and times when we need to have uh, help and assistance and we need to lean on each other? Absolutely. Oh, but yeah. if, if you don't have some strength, for people to lean on you when it's their turn, then you're not going to be part of a group that's going to that you're going to have you're not going to have strong enough people to lean on when you need help, and so you're you're becoming self reliant, doing what you need to do, being your, playing your role. I, I um just to really to finish off my thought here, I want to just really um mention what you shared, Scott, about this David and Goliath thing. I that is so powerful. I mean, he if you sometimes people knowing that maybe my first stone won't hit. So I'll get a second or third backup. He grabbed five stones. And if that's, if this record is true, like you're sharing for five men, like he didn't grab six or seven or eight or nine or 10 just to make sure to have a backup. He grabbed exactly what he needed. 
Yeah. And he had the faith that what he needed was going to get the job done. And I'm like, wow, when you said that, that's what came through my mind. That, that was the point I was just about to bring up, and, and you hit it. He had the faith in God. He trusted God enough to know that all the experience he's had slinging stones out of that sling in his entire, you know, however many years to that point. I mean, he'd already taken down, like, the, there's the stories of him taking out a lion. There's the stories of him taking out other predators. A bear. With, right, a bear. Like, how is this any different? They're all well more equipped than he is, and he's he's got faith in God to know that none of what's going on is right and that he can trust in God and it can be fixed. And that's how he became God's anointed king over all of Jerusalem. Another point to that, I think that's that came out. I just recently learned myself is that they tried to put all this armor on him. They tried to get him mm -hmm. to be, to defend himself. They wanted to throw all this on and it didn't fit. Mm -hmm. It wasn't comfortable. He couldn't do what he knew he needed around. to do with with that kind of burden and he literally said no thank you and so to to the preppers out there that are listening like people will tell you no you need this oh you need that do you like decide what you need based on your skill david everybody would have said david you're crazy for going out there to face goliath without armor on like everybody knows His that's brothers nuts. did too but right? David, you need this armor. And he's like, no, I don't. No, I have God. No, I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't need the armor. So that's that was to me a great lesson about what do I what do what do I have in my life that I've called a need that I don't really need? Yeah. Yeah, you and, use the word word burden. And you know that you know, there are so many things in, in my life that burden me down. And you know, that's one of the excuses. Again, you know, more excuses of of why I can't prepare because I have all these other burdens. Well, let give those burdens to your heavenly father, you know, figure out how to get rid of those burdens. Yeah. And whether it be financial or, and I, I think that's most everybody's excuse I would think is that it's a financial burden that uh, keeps you from, from prepping. Well, put that on your heavenly father and help have him help you get rid of that burden somehow, you know, yeah. and give you the opportunity to, to prepare better. I love what Melissa just put. Oh, oh, sorry. I just hit share. <laughs> we both did at the same time. We both, yeah. Oh, and again. Okay. So, Melissa, thank you for sharing this. It's not just faith in God, but faith in himself. And, and it's not a narcissistic, like, hey, I'm so good at this. Faith in himself and his skills, the skills that he's developed over a lifetime, right? Mm -hmm. You have to have faith in yourself. More importantly, you have to have faith in God that he will help you do what you've been working to prepare for. He won't do it all for you. Right. And I, I get hit with this all the time because I'll talk about being prepared on all these different social media channels and people are like, well, God will provide. I'm like, yeah, just like you did for the birds. Right. But the birds still had to get out of their nest. Mm -hmm. They still had to go to the field. God put the worm in the field so the bird could become stronger by digging through the dirt to get to the worm. Or maybe God providing was you having this you TikTok come across your feed today. So that yeah. you could get out there and get after it yourself and get off your assets, <laughs> get off your, your assets and go to work and do your part. Yeah. We got to like, there's an old saying that I love that uh, you got to pray as if, uh, pray as if everything depended on God and then go and work as if everything depended on you. Yep. Yep. And that's how God, God works with momentum. He doesn't work with some guy who's inert sitting, sitting there doing nothing. If all you're going to do is whine and complain, and and what the scriptures call it is murmuring, if you're just going to whine and complain and murmur about your situation and you have no gratitude and you're just going to sit there and say, well, I'm not going to do anything until somebody, God, if 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 I'm supposed to do something, then do something for me. Like, what? what? 
No, like get after it and get on it yourself. Even a, even as a, even as a principle of life, you've got to have that momentum so that you can then steer yourself with momentum. Like I'm teaching my son to drive right now. And whenever he turns a corner, he hits the brake so hard that, and slows down so much. I'm like, we're never going to make it through the turn. Like we need the momentum to make it through the turn. Mm. And so he's learning that as, and now when he, you know, in the first couple of days, he was like, it was horrible, but now it's like, he gets it like 80% of the time. And I'm like, dude, that was a great turn. You, you kept the momentum going. You slowed down just enough and you kept the momentum going. God needs to, when he needs to turn us, we need to be turning with momentum. We can't be hitting the brakes so hard that we're just sitting there because he can't work with that. Yeah, great Absolutely. point. You know, it's funny. I, we, we started this whole episode talking about the excuses and now we're, we're talking about the, the reasons why to do stuff, right? Finding that, that motivation inside of you aligning yourself with God to, to actually do something right. Um, David Goggins, I've talked about him before. Mm-hmm. That's like the toughest dude. Yeah. He lives his life to do the hard things, not the easy things. And so many of us are looking for the easy way to do things, not the hard, hard way. You're going to learn more doing it the hard way. Mm-hmm. You're going to learn more about how to do it and do it right. But also you're going to learn more about yourself and you're going to yeah. become stronger doing it the hard way. So anyone that's like, oh, prepping's too hard. I don't know where to start. Get hard. Let's do this. Yeah. Learn how to get through this. And man, be grateful all the way through it because guess what? At the other side of it, someone else is going to need your help and learn how to do this too. It's mm-hmm. a funny thing in prepping. It's like there, there's no one source of all truth of prepping on on the land that we live in, right? Everybody has a different specialty, the things that they focus on. And so you can learn things from everybody in your community of prep. But it's like, you still have to go and ask and seek and do for you to actually learn it. Yeah, absolutely. If you skip one of those steps, it's not going to happen. I really agree with Backroads on this. And I think that we've been guilty of it here on the show a little bit. And I don't want to, you know, I, I read more and more. What am I going to do now? It's too late. It's start with, you know, yeah, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The best time to prepare was last year. It really was. But you know what? The next best time is right now. And mm-hmm. you may or may not have, maybe you need six years to be fully prepared and you only have four. Well, I would rather be four years into a six-year prep than zero years into a six-year prep. You're going to be six years older anyways. You might as well get going now and stop your excuses yeah. and do what you need to do. And so, you know, are we late in, in the game? Yes, but are we so but it's not too late. You need to wait. It's, there's plenty of time, but there's no time to waste. That's one thing I like to say. Well, and this just hit. Like, if you can't, like, there are some people who either physically or financially just can't get the stuff they need, right? But you can still go to the library and check out books. Mm, yeah. Right? You can still spend time with the Lord every day. Do everything you can. Because what's amazing to me is is all those times in life where we had a need and we couldn't provide it ourselves and someone showed up that could. Oh, that's awesome. You might be that person for someone else, but there there are people out there that are going to be that for you throughout your life. And that's that's my favorite thing about prepping is, is like we will have community, helping community. Like we're we're not the doomsday preppers that are like we're gonna go hide in a bunker till it's all over and then come out and be like I told you so <laughs> we're good right we're we're the ones that are telling you like build 
resilience in your family, in your community, in your neighborhood, everywhere you can build resilience, build resilience. Because we have to rebuild after crap hits the fan. Like most of my prepping is about like what the, the crap hitting the fan in my personal family life. But there, there, biblically, there is going to be crap hitting the fan. The crapeth hitteth the faneth, will happeneth. Yea, like, and behold. Read Revelation. Read, read Daniel. Like, read Isaiah. It's there. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're plunging headfirst into it right now. And we're going to get out of the other side. One way or another. We're going to either be alive or we're going to be a dead, dead. And guess what? Either way is fine. Either way is good if we're with God on it. Mm-hmm. That's the key. And then being self-reliant is is part of that whole process. Building yourself to the point where you can do it. You can do it because we can do it. We're human beings. We we accomplish everything. We don't turn it over to somebody else to do though. Let you know people are gonna. If you're called upon in your heart to learn how to be really good at one thing or a couple of things, you just have faith that God's calling upon somebody else in your sphere of influence to do something else. That's going to be, that's going to coordinate with what you're learning and that together you're going to be able to, to provide exactly what everybody needs. And that's part of the whole process is that we just have to trust. I can't learn how to do everything, but somebody will learn what I don't know how to learn. And so, and together, if we we learn how to cooperate and coordinate, I'll do what I need to do. They'll do what they need to do and we'll get the job done. And that's part of building a community. And I think that's an important part of this whole process as well. Is like, I don't know anybody. And next another excuse. I don't know anybody. Well, that's because you probably haven't reached out. You probably haven't asked. You probably haven't said, hey, by the way, I'd like to be get into preparedness. Who of my friends would like to do the same thing? And I bet you, if you put out on maybe your social media, maybe not even that you know public, but just, just amongst a couple of your friends. Hey, I'm, I'm really seeing some of the stuff that's going on in the news. You know, I'm watching this whole thing about all these, you know, food storage places getting blown up and I'm worried about the supply chain uh, and, you know, trains getting derailed. Like what how, is anybody else concerned about this stuff? I'll bet you 10, I'll bet, I don't know how much money, but I would bet you that most of your friends would be like, oh yeah, I'm worried about it too. I didn't, I didn't think anybody else was worried about it. Hmm. And you'd be surprised how many people are thinking about it and worried about it too. And you can, hey, let's go learn together. You know, let's go develop something together. I, I listened to these crazy guys on Prepper Talk Radio, and they said something about learning to, you know, finding a community and starting for, at the at step one. Let's go listen to more of their podcasts and figure it out. You know, or or somebody else that's out there that's teaching it. Places to meet other people who are prepared. The garden stores. Yeah. <laughs> one of the best places mm-hmm. to go. Farmers and gardeners. The, are they doing it for just the hobby? There's way more to it than just the hobby. They want to eat it and they want to have a healthier, more resilient life. I haven't met a single gardener who, who thinks that they aren't doing this for everyone that's gardening that I know is doing this for the better, better qualities of life and the preparedness value that it brings. It saves money to have a garden. And if you can't have a garden, maybe live in an apartment, you can still do a vertical grow tower on your deck mm-hmm. or you can do hydroponics inside. There's so many other alternatives like, you don't have to have a plot of land. You can make a difference in your life very simply, but like go find those people to connect with, you know, go, go find our page on, on any social media channel, but come back to our Facebook group. If you're on Facebook, join our group, emergency prep and self-reliance, mm-hmm. you know, follow us on YouTube. We do our weekly lives and you can see the different content we're popping up on the screen. 
and you can see my ugly mug and the two handsome gentlemen that I'm with every Wednesday live at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. Like, get connected. It's funny because, like, you go to the shooting range, you meet people. Preparedness expos, they're all over the place. Look for terms of preparedness, self-reliance, homesteading, any of those types of communities. Go to the, go to, like, if you see a local first aid training, guess who's going to be there? Look for CERT, Community mm-hmm. Emergency Response team or training or whatever it is cert team yeah team look for cert they have almost everybody there is trying to be prepared those exact type of people you want to be around and surround yourself with yep go to the shooting range you know i'm just sitting back here just listening to you two just just killing it i'm like oh i forgot i'm part of this conversation i'm just watching the podcast (laughs) you guys going back and forth that's awesome Uh, but you know i i think was my last comment you know the thing that came to my mind is is you know, I think if we can all forget ourselves, you know, Melissa had a good comment here. We worry so much about, you know, protecting others. Um, I think if I'm speaking personally, if I can focus on serving others and not thinking about myself, the excuses just kind of go away, right? Because I'm, I, I have a responsibility. I have just like Melissa said there, I've got, I've got people I'm taking care of and those excuses, we, we find a way. I find a way. God provides a way. Yep. So that's legit. I think that's like the best way to end this is if I want to find the way, God will help me find it. Mm-hmm. But I have to start moving. Like like Paris said with his son, you can't just stop and wait for God to redirect you. Keep moving. Mm-hmm. And he'll redirect you in the right way. Sometimes it's a U-turn. I've been on those roads where you go down only to find out that's not the right road and to go back to the fork in the road and take the other route because that's the route God wanted me to take the whole time but never think back again later, uh, what if the other route would have been better? Mm -hmm. He'll send you down those roads sometimes so that you know, oh, that was a bad road. And that's a learning experience in and of itself. So get started. Don't push, push things off. Don't wait, get started and God will provide. He will put things in your path and people in your path to help you get better prepared, get connected in our group, get connected with your friends and local communities and just start making it happen. Throw the excuses out and stop the doubt. Just go do it. Nice. Amen. Thank you everyone who's joined us today in our live. Uh, the comments have been just phenomenal. Um, course backroads utah mike tons and tons of great content um thank you so much especially melissa on our facebook side we are simulcast broadcasting this to our facebook page and to youtube so join us either place every wednesday night uh till next time stay ready be ready and thanks for tuning in thank you guys see you guys Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.